Welcome to Island Conversations with Sherry Bracken, where we talk about issues facing our Big Island community. Island Conversations, Sunday mornings on KWXX at 6.30 and on B97B93 at 7 a.m. Or listen anytime at kwxx.com. Island Conversations, brought to you by KTA Superstores, where you're someone special every day since 1916. Now, here's your host and producer, Sherry Bracken. Aloha, everybody. Welcome to a bonus podcast of Island Conversations, which also includes some pretty interesting news. First, regarding yesterday's primary election, there were 15 candidates vying for mayor. The top two vote-getters, if nobody got 50%, are slated to go on to the general election on November 3rd. As it turned out, Current Hawaii County Mayor Harry Kim was not one of the top two finishers. So we wanted to get his reaction to all that and talk about his path forward. But he also shared with us what he and his team are working on literally today, having to do with COVID-19 and the inter-island travel quarantine. Let's get to that conversation, which we recorded this morning, Sunday, August 9th. Hello. Good morning, Harry Kim. Sherry Bracken here. How are you? Well, I'm doing well. And, you know, I want to talk to you, obviously, about what happened with the election. But before we do that, would you like to share how you've been spending this morning, Sunday, August 9th? You know, I was working at Civil Defense. I don't know, from 6 this morning. I don't really look at the clock, but I know it was before 6.30. So sometime after six, because we were given the assignment on Friday, but I did not know of uh, until yesterday. And that assignment is that the county governments will now be responsible for developing uh, the exemption to the 14-day quarantine. And there are thousands that come to the state each day. Oh, um, uh, literally, they have 12 attorneys from the uh, attorney general's office. The whole assignment is review the people who write in for exemptions. And all of a sudden on Saturday, you know, late Saturday, uh, I was told that this is effective Tuesday morning. So basically, you know, the two-day working day to develop a whole new system for the county for one exemption, which is a very important thing because people have to go and they have to be, you know, reviewed and placed on eligibility or non-eligibility. So that's what we're working and we'll continue working through today. Hopefully, you know, we'll get most of it finished by tomorrow workday because you know, effective date is Tuesday. So you can see how tight the time frame is. And so unfortunately, as I apologize to that, but uh, I had to call about 20 people to work this morning. And so that's where they are. Wow. Well, you know, that's a huge thing. Do you have any idea how many exemption requests they're getting just for Hawaii Island? No, but it's, in a, you know, it's a lot because this is a total exemption for quarantine, including military, including personal, including state government, including county government, the whole shebang A to Z. And the first task was to break it down to categories because the easiest thing to do is to make a policy. The hardest thing to do, as I reminded the group, is enforcement of it. You know, that's why we trying to do a good job. So, because uh, quarantine is necessary, as you may know, that, you know, Oahu, uh, it's, it's really, I won't say 
out of control, but it's a uh, the beginning of a very, very bad situation. And for neighbor islands, you know, uh, a lot of our cases, you take like Hawaii Island, I would say at least 60-70% of the people who contacted the virus in the past couple of weeks or so was all uh, related to travel. So you know how important this is. But on top of that, because the easiest thing today is that everybody know, but on top of that, to make it you know, a fair one, because people do have to conduct their businesses already. It'd be a, not as simple, that's crazy to say. Whether it's just going to a hospital for a medical or funeral or something like that. So this is you know, important as far as we spending the time now to, to meet that deadline on Tuesday. Well, it's ironic you say people going to a funeral, and as State Health Director Bruce Anderson has said, many of the cases on Oahu recently have been related to exactly that activity, people gathering at a funeral, being close. Understandably, they're grieving and probably want to hold on to each other, but that's led to a whole lot of cases. And today, as you and I are talking, we just got the word that there's 152 new cases in the state today, most of them on Oahu, as you point out. Yeah, people have to understand that this is not going to go away. My biggest disappointment you know, of us in government, and I'm not saying county or state government, government means I'm feral all the way down, and yet you know, because there are people that have conflicting views and making it public or disagreeing, and there's a public cut in between what is truth, and you try to do something that will maintain uh, at least some uh, balance in what happens here compared to other places in the mainland. And so far, Hawaii is good. So this is why uh, some people may think, oh, this task is simple. Uh, I wish it was, but it's not, because you have to make it where it, it does what it's, you hope to have it done in control, but you hope to have it flexible enough that those that need to travel, you know, are allowed to do so. One of the questions I asked in a press conference last week really related to the medical exemptions, because as you well know, Mayor Kim, we've had several people come in who are medical professionals doing frontline care with patients. They have been given a medical essential worker exemption. And then we had, for example, one of them at Liberty Dialysis in Hilo, and that person was dealing with patients, and the end result was 200 more people plus all the employees had to get tested for COVID, and that's kind of a scary situation. It is if you let it go. And, you know, I am proud to play. Uh, I'm always, not always, with people telling you have to broadcast what we're doing. And in a way, that's correct. But, you know, I think we're the only uh, place in Hawaii that has such a good system in totality from the private sector to the Department of Health to the county sector. You know, I'll take that one particular case. It was an individual who went to work, I mean, vacation in the mainland, uh, California, came back, and because of heavy work schedule, was asked if he could come to work the next day, uh, which he did. In the meantime, exemption was filed, but, uh, you know, it was the same day, so he was not responding to, but unfortunately, that one day, you know, he was tested and found to be positive. And, you know, I can give you the Kona Hospital case, I can give you the Kau Hospital case, you know, and how easily that is spread. But 
in all three cases, you know, I think the system identified them and uh, immediately the, for testing, for isolation, et cetera, et cetera. And in that particular case, it turned out to be real positive because, you know, there's a negative of all those tested. In a corner hospital, for example, over 1,100 tests were given. In the first day, they covered it from 5.30 in the morning to the afternoon to cover all three shifts and one for the community and retest the hospital. And so everything of that, you know, immediately was controlled and quieted down. And with that, though, is a change of policy as we go, you know, the discussion with the director of the dialysis center, you know, very, very apologetic in what happened. And as we were talking, she said, for no one will make it point blank if you go travel to the mailing and come back. Absolutely no one to enter the facility until you are tested negative. And then at that same conversation, I told her about the Honolulu case, and she said, oh, it changed right now, not just Trans-Pacific, inter-island also. Hmm. Any travel outside of Hawaii Island, you have to be tested. You know, we're learning as we go, and, you know, that's, I love that about this small community type of mentality. The whole world learning about it, but let's take the Kau Hospital as another example. Because of a shortage of doctors, the doctor is uh, what they call a traveling doctor, and he came on the mainland and uh, went to work. With, uh, I talked to the administrator, Mr. Brinkman, that controls that hospital of all contracts. He said, oh my goodness. He said they were supposed to take a test, and he read the word it. You know, it, it says, you know, you know, recommended to take a test and immediately changed it. You are required to take a test. So, you know, it's after the fact, yes, but I think we're all getting better. That's, uh, I promise you, Sherry, this is not an excuse. This is something uh, everybody's learning as we go, but I think Hawaii County, because of the closeness of people, as you know, civil defense, everybody works together here. It's not county, government, state, or federal or private. And that's why I think our goal is to stay on top of it as best as we can. The virus is out there. We will always have these burps up and down. But the main thing is identify as soon as possible, isolate as soon as possible, treat and contain it. I think we're doing all right. They will get better. Well... Like you said, it's the virus is going to be here with us for a long time, so we do need to learn to live with it, work the policies out. Good luck to you and your team in coming up with these exemption policies. By hey, hey, on that, you know, no disrespect to the state, but uh, I absolutely will guarantee you we'll come up with something better than what is now. Number one, the system now is full of holes. I think a lot of people, your listeners know that, that these people come in here and they are from the minute, they are required to be on 14 day quarantine, but they're working their way around it and where they're staying and addresses and all that. And we've developed a digital real time situation and we'll do a much better job of that, and we'll have a much better job in regards to controlling who is where and where they are is supposed to be. That's so great. Although it is, although it's work, you know, we'll get better on it. 
will. I'm glad to hear you say that, and I know people will, because many people on the island have encountered people, particularly from the mainland, who somehow don't seem to think they have to abide by the quarantine. And we all know how important it is. So thank you for that. Thanks for the update. Absolutely on that. And really the ones that really irritate you are those that manipulate to get around the system. And hopefully with this requirement, and now it's our authority, and we will develop a digital system. The whole system is ridiculous that you have to wait sometimes two or three days for the information. You know, how are you going to track someone if you don't know where they are? Who they are, and now we will have a shared real time with with the tremendous assistance and cooperation of the Kona and Hilo Airport people. You know we need that, and uh, well we'll get it done and we'll get it ready by Tuesday. And although you hate to ruin people's weekend, we'll get it done. I know you will, Mayor Harry Kim. And a brief interruption before we continue our conversation with Hawaii County Mayor Harry Kim. The next part of the conversation is his reaction to yesterday's election, which left him knowing that after December 7th, he will no longer be mayor, and about how he's going to handle the transition to whoever the new mayor is. Before we get to that, let's hear a word from our generous sponsor, KTA Superstores. At KTA, local and fresh means you get the very best Hawaii Island has to offer. The grass-fed meats you find at KTA are raised without added hormones or antibiotics. Our seafood department is stocked with sustainable choices caught in local waters by local fishermen. KTA carries the largest selection of Hawaii Island homegrown produce. Our mountain apple brand is all local, so you know it's fresh and delicious. Local and fresh always tastes best at KTA. And by the way, we've also posted short interviews with Ikaika Marzo and Mitch Roth, the two candidates who will be going on to the mayor election. And you may find that at wherever you listen to Island Conversations podcasts or at kwxx.com or b97hawaii.com. I'm Sherry Bracken. Let's get to the rest of our conversation with Hawaii County Mayor Harry Kim. Let's move on to the events of yesterday. Yesterday was our primary election. There were 15 candidates for mayor, and you have been mayor now for a total of 12 years. You will not be moving on to the general election. What's your basic reaction to the election? Well, you know, we had a very small gathering at my house, just family. It's not always nice to have them. And I don't know what I was doing, but I wasn't paying attention. And the phone rang, and someone said, for you, and it was a phone media from Honolulu that told me that, and I said, hmm, uh, this is the first I've heard of it. He was kind of taken back. I didn't know about it, but, you know, nobody was really focusing on it. We were just family talking to each other, and you know, obviously the element was 90%, I'm trying to regurgitate what he told me, 90% of the votes were counted, so he kind of said, this is about, you know, the final because of the spread, and said, you know, you were third. That was very, very uh, disappointing and not surprised, and I'll tell you why. And I think you know this. I always felt to do the job of everything, and not only mayor, but civil defense and other jobs, you have to have your pulse in the community, uh, in other words, to communicate with them, et cetera, et cetera. And I, I thought I had a fairly good pulse because, you know, from day one in the year 2000, and before that, in civil defense, I said the goal is to simply make people trust their government. 
especially at the beginning of civil defense, and to feel proud of their government, et cetera, et cetera. And to do that, you know, it's a big task. And I really thought I had a better feel, but uh, obviously the election results showed you really did not because the total percentage of people voted for me. That was a surprise, and that just hit me, you know, uh, like, more God, you thought you had, uh, you know, a pulse of the community, and absolutely, because of that, I knew I didn't. And that was the biggest disappointment within myself of not realizing what was happening, because I think, you know, you've heard me say it, you know, my campaign is simply judging me by my work. So I still believe in it, just, just judging me by my work. And my campaign was basically that simple, and... I felt that if uh, they're not satisfied my work, I said, then I don't belong here. And they made that point, so I accept that. Well, Mayor Kim, I know how much this county means to you, and I know how much the job has meant to you, not just this job, but civil defense. And as we move forward, you are still mayor until December 7th. What are you going to do to help ensure a smooth transition? Because right now, especially, I think it's absolutely critical that we have a seamless transition of power from you to whoever, whichever it's Ikaika Marzo or Mitch Roth becomes the next mayor. How are you going to ensure that smooth transition? Oh, I guarantee you there will be a high priority as soon as a time is allowed next week sometime. You know, I'll have a cabinet meeting, not uh, face-to-face, but video conferencing and the requirements were put out. I I learned, because I've been around so long, I won't mention any name, what is a poor transition and what is a good one and how to make it better. And uh, what I'm going to do is, and you're the first uh, I'm saying it to, will have basic requirements. They'll all have to develop a portfolio in regards to their projects, what is pending, what is ongoing, et cetera, et cetera. And so as soon as the new mayor is appointed, I'll make a meeting with him to tell him I'm going to do this. And what I will ask of him is you know, to have his, uh, once he knows who his department head is individually, to contact outgoing department head and then make sure they have at least uh, uh, many days of transition to discuss the portfolio on uh, each department head. And I think that that was in part done, and I knew I know how you can make it better, and I will make it better. So when a person comes in, they, they will have a fairly good picture of the department, of what projects are where, and et cetera, et cetera. So there will be no you know, big holes in a, a transition. I know that you probably won't like this question, but you have had decades of county service between civil defense and being mayor. Have you thought about what you want your legacy to be? What do you want people to take away when they think about Harry Kim, I will say servant of the county, certainly mayor of the county? You know, I was asked last night that, and I said, you know, chase legacy, I didn't even give it two seconds. (laughs) <laughs> and I, I really didn't answer the question because I didn't, you know, you don't think about that. I, I've had jokes about it uh, with friends and legacy. Always my answer was the same. Uh, how about finding a ohia tree or a flower and name that after me? And that's enough, you know. Technically, that's more than enough. But in regards to what you referred to, uh, from the beginning, I said, you know, I, 
because of my personal past of a boy, of parents and you know, hardship, this kind of thing, and image of government, even now, just leave it that, that even now, not over here, mainly in a federal level, I just wanted people to trust their government, and it's just, just words. I just wanted people to feel good about their government, and I just wanted people to be proud of their government. Now, if you break that down, you know, I mean, goodness, that means you do things with uh, honesty, openness, and all those nice words. But uh, to break down those nice words, if you do all of that, then you'll have people proud of your government and you feel good about their government. And if, uh, if I have a legacy, I'd be, you know, I'd be, that would be, I think, I'd be more, the best legacy any person could ask for, that you made things a little better. Right now, it feels pretty good to be in Hawaii County with everything that's going on on Oahu and in the world. What else would you like to add before we say aloha this morning, Hawaii County Mayor Harry Kim? Well, you know, uh, I've had different jobs here, as you know, from teacher, other people without a job, but to to think of, I've spent a lot of years coaching, civil defense, LEAA, you know, mayor, naturally. But all with the same goal, you know, like coaching. God knows how many kids I coach. And I feel the same thing. I want every parent of the kids that I coach that I could look them straight in the eye and they look at me straight in the eye and I have no inhibitions of who I coach, what code of sport it was, or how good an athlete they were. I hope, you know, the feelings of they were treated fairly. And this is no different than government. We joke a lot today about Mayor Victorino because I coached him. <laughs> you uh, coached everybody. Coached <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, uh, the family the, of the brothers of Kawakami and Kawai. I coached his older brother. You know, we all joke about it. I coached Billy Kinoa. I coached uh, many, many. Uh, I coached Thomas Magno, civil defense. And I coached Jan O'Hara. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can go on and on. It's an in-house joke, but uh, on the other side, uh, I took my cabinet, a uh, couple of cabinets, I go to Kulani and different places because I said, I want you to go visit this place because they're part of our community. And for a long time, it was a joke because then I'd go to Kulani and there'd be a group of women, you know, more than a few would say, hey, coach, <laughs> that kind of thing. And they used to raise me, did you come here for your homecoming? Yeah, but, you know, I, I had the same philosophy of what I want to do and what I want to leave and what I want to impact forever. I don't care if it's a teacher or a coach or, you know, involvement in scouts or whatever, an old mayor or LEA or civil defense. I wanted that people to feel like they were always, you know, being treated fairly. Well... Your job is not done. There's three more months, and obviously, based on what you're working on at this very moment, trying to figure out how to put in place some exemption plans for the new inter-island travel quarantine, which goes back into effect two short days. Actually, it's not even two days. It's half a day today, and then tomorrow, and then it's in effect on Tuesday. That's certainly going to keep you busy, and I suspect that there's going to be a lot more of that coming up as we continue with this COVID-19 pandemic. So keep strong, keep healthy, keep up the good work, really. Well, thanks for saying that, Sharon. You know, you you and I go way back, and I appreciate you saying that, and 
being posed and really just uh, I didn't want to leave any kind of impression of the people because uh, I tell you the people of this island have always treated me very well. Well, you know, people on this island are basically loving, caring people who have a spirit of aloha, and I, I hope that we all treat everybody well, really. You know, this is the niceness about living here. I mean, I think we've all lived someplace else sometime in our lives, and we can make comparison, and Hawaii Island is always special, and I always knew that. Well, very good. Thank you so much for your time today, because I know it's a busy time. Take very good care of yourself. My love and aloha to Bobby and the rest of the Ohana and to you. Thank you very much. You take care. Have a good day. Talk to you soon. Aloha. Bye. Bye. And, of course, that was Hawaii County Mayor Harry Kim, who shared the sort of surprising news that the governor, after announcing on Thursday that he was reinstating the 14-day travel quarantine for inter-island travel, to the neighbor islands, has now advised the counties they are responsible for coming up with the policies relative to quarantine exemption and tracking people in quarantine. And Mayor Kim shared his thoughts about the election yesterday, which left him knowing that after December 7th, he will no longer be mayor of Hawaii County. I'm Sherry Brack, and this was a bonus podcast for Island Conversations. Until next time, please, let's all live and drive with aloha. Ahoi ho. Thank you for listening to Island Conversations with Sherry Bracken, available anytime at kwxx.com. We welcome your feedback and suggestions at info at kwxx.com. Join us next week for another Island Conversations with Sherry Bracken, brought to you by KTA Superstores, where you're someone special every day since 1916.